may not look like much. She's got it where it counts, kid. This is the Millennial Falcon. I'm Josh. And I am John. Hi, John. Hi, Josh. Guess what? What? We're talking about 90s. Back to the 90s. Surprise, because you didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you did. Maybe there was some advertising. Oh, you never did we know. advertise? I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> what does the future look like? So today, on the podcast, we are going to do something a little different. So it's not a Star Wars episode. I'm it's sorry. A- it's a list episode. Top... 10 90s movies. Woo. That was the uh, the crowd cheering oh, for yeah, us. Oh, yeah, we have a lot live yeah. fake audience with us. Um, the Millennial Falcon <laughs> was filmed in front of a live studio audience. So this was probably, of all the list episodes we've done, and all the times I've made lists, just even in my personal life for like top movies and stuff, this was one of the hardest. This, was, this was so challenging. This was very hard, because it encompasses all the genres. Yeah. We bit off a lot on this one. <laughs> I feel like we could have just done 90s action, 90s yeah. rom-com. Um, 90s action was just, I feel like, might have been the peak mm-hmm. of action movies. You had Arnold. Yeah. You had Stallone. Mm-hmm. You had Kurt, Kurt Russell. A little bit of Bruce Willis in Bruce there. Will- oh, Bruce Willis. Like, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Speaking of Bruce Willis. Yeah. It's, that's... that's Really sad how he went out. I know, like he, dude. It's so he's not tragic. dead. He's not dead, but he dementia. he's dealing with some. I don't know. I thought it was something else than dementia. It was something to do with his voice. No, I I just saw. I think that's the original rumor I heard. Aphasia. But I just saw something like yesterday. I think about how he has dementia. Oh, I don't know if it was a rumor, but mm-hmm. that's. I just saw the article headline. I didn't actually read it. But um, classic yeah. millennial. Don't actually read the article. <laughs> No, for real. We are the millennial. Falcon, Possibly though, fake news. But I know I think it was I think he I know I know he had, was struggling with something. I think it was called aphasia. Oh, okay. But something with his voice. And that's why yeah. at, like towards the end of his career he was doing just a lot of B list movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um which is unfortunate because he was like He was good. Well he had some he had some rotten ones and he had some really good ones. Yeah. There was a movie I in honestly, if it made it into the '90s, which it wasn't, it was year 2000. There were so many movies where I kept thinking of, and when I was trying to make this list, and I was like, "Oh no, that came out in year 2000." It right on the cusp. It wasn't technically a '90s movie because it's like right after. But the kid. Oh, that I was love a, that movie. That it came was out a in year really 2000. Good movie. That it would have been like, on my list. Sorry, I totally interrupted you, but it's okay. Bra- no, I was gonna say Bradley Cooper, um, Bruce Willis. Has range. He does. He does. Do you ever watch, um, side note, you ever watch Looper? Yeah. Yeah. That was good. I don't know why people hated that one. I loved that movie. It was a really good it, movie. It was pretty dark and like sad at the end, but it, it was such a like unique movie. I thought I really enjoyed yep. that one. No, it was really good. I yeah. enjoyed it. Anyway. Anyhow. 90s movies. Um, this was so tough. I even like, who knows? Maybe I'll even change my I'm order. I'm still not. As we're talking, I'm still not confident. I'm not in my either. List. So my list is I'm these are these are my top ten, mm-hmm. but they are in no particular order of love. Yeah, 
I tried my best. I, we, sh- we should preface with this as well. This is not, and we were talking about this before. It's like, are we doing like, this is objectively the top 10 movies of the 90s? Or are we doing our personal favorites from the 90s? And I think we're doing our personal, personal favorites. It would be way too hard to do just the best because yeah. even then people will be like, no, it wasn't that good. Yeah. So you're automatically going to bleed some bias oh, into yeah. it. You can make a lot of people angry too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, this is these are both of our personal top 10 yeah. movies of the 90s. And who knows? If we have time, maybe we'll get in some yeah. honorable mentions because um, Man Alive, there's so many movies I would love to mention that just aren't in my top 10. I had to whittle it down from 93 movies to I, now I yeah. have 21 on my list and I have my top 10. I literally have and a it's list so hard. Of, of 50 movies <laughs> in yeah. front of me that I ranked. Like, I feel like if we just did back and forth, all we could do is just name the movie and walk away from it. <laughs> so let's do the top 10. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, John, should we kick this off with number 10? Yep. You want to go first? Should I go first? You go first. Yeah? You go first. All right. Coming in. At number 10, ooh, the fact that this is going to be number 10 mm. might make some people mad. Okay. Coming in at number 10, Forrest Gump. Okay. Um, Like I said, before y'all got so angry at me, mm-hmm. all these 10 movies are, in my opinion... Oh, side note, there's one franchise that I didn't want to like just... Because I was worried I was going to do this one, this one, this one. So mm-hmm. I just lumped them all together. Um, oh, that's cheating. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then, you know what? I'll just go with the one that's my favorite. That's okay. Just do what you did. <laughs> um, so, yeah. These, all 10 of them are really good movies, in my opinion. In yeah. my opinion, these are all really good movies. Mm-hmm. Um, this was still a really good movie. It was really fun. It was just kind of, it was kind of fun. There are some things now that I'm like, mm, that's yeah. a joke I didn't get. Um, where it's a little, can be a little more mature risque risque um but it's just it's a fun blast through history type of movie i haven't seen forrest gump in probably over a decade um but i'm not a fan of forrest gump yeah and people are gonna hate me for that one because i already have some close friends that i know that are like why how do you not like forrest gump it's not even in my top 50 yeah here's here's the thing like i love to just joke like oh how do you not like this it's, yeah you're awful but in all honesty like these are your to list. each their own teach their own if you don't like <laughs> it that's cool there's movies that you love that i did not care for oh yeah vice versa um like oh this is what i wanted to talk about okay hold the presses <laughs> oh we're taking a taking a pause <laughs> i totally wanted to bring this up i think i know where you're going okay a couple episodes ago we had mentioned in like before we started getting into the actual contents of the, of the uh, Star Wars review, you brought up a movie that you were talking about how good it was and that I really needed to watch it. Oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> okay. Was it Let me hear it. Beyond the Pines? The Place is Beyond the Pines. The Place Beyond the Pines. Okay. So I, I should have warned it. you how depressing it was. <laughs> I should have warned you it was depressing. It's so sad. It's so sad. It's no, what, it's, nothing good happens to anybody no. in this movie. Anybody who deserves anything good does uh, not get it. Okay. From a filmmaking standpoint and like as somebody who appreciates filmography and story writing and all that kind of stuff, it was a very well done movie. It was very well done, very well acted, very well written. 
the execution of how they told the story was super unique and kind of refreshing um, in a way, even though the movie's like, what, like 10 years old, something like that? Mm, yeah, about close, it's close 20, to a decade. 2014-ish? Yeah, close to a decade old. Uh, man, was that ever a depressing movie? My goodness gracious. Yep. If you were listening to us and like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to add that to my list and watch it. Um, if you don't mind sad movies, go ahead and watch it because... It's it it is a it's a it's a story. <laughs> okay, I will I will own this. I should have given you a little more context that it was gonna be it was gonna have some emotion to it. It's just, it's one of those movies where you walk away from it and you're like, well, now I feel terrible, and you just like walk about your day and you're like, well, I'm gonna have to like shake this off so I don't feel depressed for the rest of my day, kind of a thing. I just I love the way they told the story in thirds. Mm-hmm. of the movie it was just really cool i love cool. that too um, i thought that was really unique yeah, yeah. anywho anyhow back to number the 10, 10 forrest gump for me forrest gump for you okay yeah i really don't have anything to say no. about forrest gump i'm a little tired mm-hmm. i think i'll go home now jenny jenny life is like no that sounded that british was, that was irish nope. life is like Scratch a box that. of chocolates reverse it okay my top 10. What's your number 10? <laughs> Toy Story. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not on my top 10, but it's in my top 20. I This movie was so close to phasing out of my top 10. I, I was battling with this one. Um, but Toy Story, man. This was my second favorite movie mm-hmm. as a kid. I almost put Toy Story 2 because um, I'm pretty... Uh, you know what? Pause, I think Toy Story 2 is research. probably 2000s. That's what I was just about to think. You know what we should do? We should do a little song where we just do 99. pause for research or something. Like that. What? Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2 is from 99? Uh, I was going to say, I thought I was considering putting that in here. Okay, I swear, I thought I was already a teenager when Toy Story 2 came out. No. Toy Story 2, um, so Toy Story 2 and The Phantom Menace both came out in 99. We've talked about this in the podcast, we have. In the podcast before. These are the first two movies I've ever seen. In theaters. Yes, that's right. Okay. Um, So I love Toy Story 2, but I the only reason Toy Story 2 didn't like bump it way up is because there's certain parts of Toy Story 2 that I hate that actually like really bother me and annoy me. So it always just brings it way down. And it's all the stuff with, um, I think it's Jane. What's the girl cowboy's name? Cowgirl's name. I don't even remember, but I know who you're talking about. And... Jesse. Oh my yes. gosh. Jesse. Okay. Wow. So sorry I said Jane. <laughs> Jesse, of course. There's this whole stupid, like, sad song montage, and it's so sad how Jesse gets left behind and all this stuff by her owner, and it's, like, super sad. And I guess, hmm, I wonder. I'm having an epiphany as I speak about this. Perhaps Toy Story 2 was the start of me hating sad things. <laughs> Pixar, Pixar, Pixar does not play around. They will make you feel things uh, in their movies. I don't enjoy watching sad movies. I always avoid watching sad movies, and I bet you it's because of how much I absolutely loathed this part of did Toy it, Story Two. Did it traumatize you that much? I just remember every. I loved the rest of the movie so much, and I remember every time it came up when I was watching it as a kid because we owned this on VHS and we watch it all the time, and. Every time that scene came up, I'd want to fast forward it or 
like just like walk away and get a snack and come back before that part's over because it was just so annoying to me. But anywho, I'm talking about Toy Story 1. So Toy Story 1 is my top 10, is my number 10. I was looking up some trailers. I wish I would have had time to actually rewatch it. But I was looking up some trailers just to kind of refresh my memory of all the different scenes and stuff. Man, that movie, it's so funny because Toy Story is the first Pixar movie, right? It's it's the first full-length Pixar, Pixar, wow. Yeah, back then it wasn't even owned by Disney yet, right? Uh, No, it was. Yeah? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Disney's Toy Story, pause for research again. 2006, Disney purchased Pixar in 2006 for approximately $7.4 billion. Dollars. Really? Why does it say Disney Pictures presents Toy Story then? Maybe they re re released it. Hmm. I don't well, know. anyhow, I don't know the answer to that one. It's a Disney movie now. Yeah, Toy Story. It still looks really good, and it does. It's I know the humans <laughs> in the movie and the animals, like the dog, like Sid's dog. Those look pretty bad. Those don't hold up that well. But the toys themselves, which I know is how Pixar started, and this is why they made a toy movie, was because their like their engine that they used to create it, everything looked plastic when they were trying to make stuff. So they're like, you know what? Let's just make a movie about toys because they're supposed to look like plastic. And boy, oh boy, did that ever work because it, it looks awesome. So well acted. I mean, like, come on. Tom Hanks. Gotta love Tom Hanks. Tim Allen. Oh, my goodness. Did you know... Uh, I learned something when I was looking this up today. Slinky from Toy Story. Yeah. Did you know that Jim Varney voices that? Who's Do you know who Jim Varney is? No. Ernest. What? You know the Ernest movies? <laughs> what? Yeah, he does Slinky. Oh, that makes so much He's sense. Slinky Dog. Like Ernest goes to camp and Ernest saves Christmas, all those things. Like he does the voice of Slinky and I had I can, no idea. I can totally hear it now. Oh, yeah. It's... It's so funny. Like, they had, a, like, a good cast. They had a solid cast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Toy Story 1 is my number 10. All right. You want to hear my number 9? I do. I don't know if you will ever... I don't even know if you would have seen this movie. Okay. It airs a little bit on the side of the ridiculous. hmm John Travolta. Nicolas Cage. Now, imagine a world... Face-off? Yes! I have always wanted to see that. Oh. It's been on my like need to watch list for a long time, and I still haven't cheese. gotten around to it. Cheese, yeah, cheese. There is cheese. Yeah. Um, so don't spoil it for me. No, I, know there's I a will. Big twist. No, I will say nothing. It was just. It's a really fun movie. Um, well, it's literally in the name, so you'll definitely know about this. But yeah. So there's a criminal, and um, in order to catch this criminal, a a law. An officer of the law of some sort, I think it's FBI maybe or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. I haven't seen this movie in a long time. Does this does this surgical operation where they take his face mm-hmm. off? Yeah. And they put Nicolas Cage's face on him. Yeah. I remember that being the premise. So and then <laughs> the criminal steals the other guy's face and now they are living each other's lives. It's so crazy. I got to watch this movie. It sounds, like I said, <laughs> it airs on the side of the ridiculous. Yeah. But it's just, it's so entertaining. And you just see Nicolas Cage just being an absolute buffoon. And it's just so funny. Of course. Yeah. I want to see this, man. I remember I was so close to watching this like 
maybe a year or two ago. It is a little raunchy. I, yeah. I know specifically one part gets a little bit like risque. Hmm. Yeah, I want to see this at some point. But yeah, I will say nothing more because I don't want to spoil it for you. All right. All right. Want to hear my number nine? Yeah, I do. I am pretty sure you've never seen this one either. Try me. It's a rom-com. Try me. I love rom-coms. Notting Hill. Oh, I have not, but it's on my list because Andrea's been trying to get me to watch it. Notting Hill. And I want to. Is so good. I saw it for the first time um, last year. Hugh Grant, right? Yep. Julie Roberts? Yep. Hugh Grant, Julie Roberts. That's basically it. The rest of the cast is not very well known. But, uh, man, it's just such a great story. It's such a great story. Um, There's some really famous lines in it, too. Like, it's one of those quotes that, like, everybody knows, but nobody really remembers where it's from, or at least I didn't know where it was from until I watched it a year ago. I feel Um, like a lot of people would know where this is from if they really love this movie a lot. But Yeah, I mean, if they're big fans of it, they probably know. Um, it's that one where it's like, I'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her Yep. and stuff. There's been so many versions of that parody. It's been parodied so much. I love it. <laughs> like I, the movie is such a great love story and it's just so unique because it's like, I, I've never really seen one exactly like this. Um, and I guess that's why I loved it so much. But the premise, I know nothing no about spoilers. the story. I know nothing about So this Julia movie. Roberts is famous. She's like a celebrity. And uh, in, in the movie, in the movie, okay, in the movie, uh, and Hugh Grant, uh, I'm pretty sure he's, if I remember correctly, he's just a bookstore owner, so he just owns a bookstore, and they meet or whatever, and she ends up like you know, through serendipity and stuff, she ends up, um, kind of like taking shelter in his apartment to hide from the paparazzi and stuff like that. And they kind of just end up having this kind of relationship where they bump into each other and he's like saving her and he treats her like an actual human being instead of like some famous celebrity. Is this one of those they start off hating each other, but then they slowly become friends and then lovers? No, it's not. Actually, it's kind of... um, Because that's a big trope in rom-coms. No, it's more like they slowly fall in love kind of a Mm. thing. It's Um, one or the other with (laughs) rom-coms. Yeah. Um, but it's funny cause the, the guy has a really like awkward roommate and stuff. Hugh Grant, who's like, he's always like in his underwear and different things like that. And I feel like um, that's another rom-com trope of the, the weird roommate. Yeah. There's so many rom-coms where they, there's just the weird roommate. Honestly though, I wouldn't be surprised if Notting Hill was like the first to do some of these tropes yeah. that are probably tropes now. Um, I mean, it's 1999, so I mean, it's the tail end of the nineties, but it is so good. There's so many other rom-coms that I was debating bumping up higher, but for some reason, this one just really stuck with me, and I thought it was just, it's one of the best rom-coms, in my opinion. So, that yeah. was my number nine. Okay, we are on to number eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just watched this movie for the first time last year. A coworker had recommended it to me, okay. and I watched it, and I fell in love with this movie. It was so good. Legends of the Fall. I don't even know if I heard of this movie. It's, uh, how am I forgetting? Brad Pitt and, what's the guy's name? He played Hannibal Lecter. And, okay, it's, it's Brad Pitt, it's Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, there's other actors. Julia Ormond, Aiden Quinn, Henry Thomas. 
Sure, I don't know any of those. I don't know any of these. But anyway, Brad Pitt and Anthony Hopkins. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, it basically tells the story of this this family. There's three brothers and their dad. And I don't want to, like, would you ever watch this movie? Because then I won't say anything. Maybe. I mean, if you're saying it's like your top 10, maybe I should watch this. It's also sad. Oh, how sad? It's sad. Like, beyond the pines sad? Probably sadder, I think. Really? So it ends terribly? Um, it doesn't end on the happiest of notes, hmm. in my opinion. But it basically is the story of this family of three brothers, and it, it spans over years and years of time. And it tells the stories of how they grew up and learned life lessons and did crimes and things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, Brad Pitt looks so young. Without, without spoiling anything. Um, and he's one of my favorite characters in this movie. Like, he plays... Tristan, and he's like this, like, wild bear of a man, and he's just like, he's rough and dangerous, and I don't know, I just think he's really cool, and I like this movie. Okay. Well, maybe I'll have to check it out. You'll be sad. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if the movie's worth being sad for, then maybe. I don't think that other one was. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, what was your number eight? All right, here we go. My number eight is none other than The Lion King. That's a good movie. That's, that's a really like good one movie. of the greatest movies of all time. Like The Lion King. I feel King, like that's a lot to say about it, but it's a good movie. I mean, it's essentially Macbeth, which is a timeless story yeah. and stuff. I did really like Macbeth. But The Lion King is just so good. Like, I watched this movie probably every few years. And stuff. Also, you mean Hamlet and not Macbeth, I think. What? It's more like Hamlet, in my opinion. Are you sure? I would think it was more like Hamlet. Because the dad being killed by the uncle thing, that's very Hamlet. Google says it was influenced by William Shakespeare's Macbeth. That's what I've always oh, heard. Yeah. Is but that Lion King I, is I based just mean, on to Macbeth. Me, to me, it sounds more like Hamlet. Oh, okay. Okay. Because uh, I've always known it's like, it's... It's basically a retelling of Macbeth. Like there the are so King. many movies that are retold versions of Shakespeare's plays. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's like, a lot. Not on my list, but 10 mm-hmm. Things I Hate About You. Was it, we'll yeah, give you an that's answer. really good. That was based off of uh, off of Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. That almost made like a higher... It, it's on my top 50 anyway. <laughs> yeah. She's the Man, which is not a 90s movie, no. but that's based on another one of, of Shakespeare's plays. But anyhow, that's yeah, an aside. The Lion King. The Lion King's amazing. Like, it holds up. The music is phenomenal. It's timeless. Can you, yeah, feel, can you feel the love tonight? They love tonight. Hakuna Matata. Um, I just can't wait to be king. Yes. Oh, my gosh. There's be so prepared. many great Yes. That was one of my favorites. It creeped me out as a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it creeped me out. It was... Man, nostalgia central mm-hmm. right there. Like I started, I tried to watch this with my kids earlier this year. And oh, I feel like that's too much. Like well, I feel like it's too scary for your kids. Well, that's kind of where it got, like it got to the point where, and I knew it was coming the whole time, obviously, because I've seen it a bazillion times. It's one of my favorite childhood movies. Um, and I just wasn't sure. I was like, are they going to be able to handle Mufasa dying? I don't know. And stuff, because they haven't really watched too many things where people die. And usually when they do, 
they don't want to watch it or they ask me too many questions. I'm like, oh, let's do something else. Um, not that I'm avoiding talking to them about death because I have already talked to them about that. But it's just mm-hmm. it's, it's a tough. lot. They're little kids. That's I a mean, lot for a kid. They're grade one in JK right now this year. Jet's in school? Jet starts school next week, dude. Wow. Yeah. Next thing you know, college. Yep. Oh, gosh. Um, Mufasa. <laughs> anyway, I ended up fast forwarding <laughs> the yeah. scene. The where... be prepared or the dying? No, the dying where Mufasa yeah. dies. Be prepared. That that whole scene was scared me more than Mufasa dying. That just made me, yeah. that just made me have feelings. Because mm-hmm. they did see it. Like, I got all the way up to the point, like, right before Scar throws him off into the wildebeests and stuff and that's when i like fast forwarded a bit and i started playing it again a little bit too early Mm. um because basically you see mufasa laying on the ground and simba walk running away kind of a thing with scar there and the boys were asking me he's like what what about what about his dad Mm. like what happened to his dad and they're asking me i was like he got hurt really bad and stuff and i was like i can't remember if i actually told them that he died i think i might have um, but it's tough, dude. It is tough with the Those kids. conversations are always going to be hard with kids. Yeah, especially. it is hard. But the movie is just so good, dude. It's so good. The music, the animation, everything holds up. The acting, um, man. There's it's some lines so that good. are still just iconic. It's got, like, a great cast, too. Yeah. I mean, Matthew Broderick, Simba. Yeah. Uh, James Earl Jones, Mufasa. Darth Vader himself Yeah, Darth is Vader himself movie. is Mufasa. Rowan Atkins is Zazu, dude. <laughs> Did you know that Mr. Bean himself is Zazu? That is Rowan Atkins? Yeah. And Whoopi no. Goldberg's in this. She is Shanzi. Like, um, Nathan Lane is Timon, of course. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Then... Rowan Atkinson. I, I said the wrong name. No. Uh, yeah. Rowan Atkinson. Yeah. I said I said the wrong Um I and think Jonathan Taylor Thomas does Young Simba. I think Rowan Atkins might be in the... Is that the new Lion King or is that the old Lion King? No, that's the old no, Lion I'm, King. I'm talking about the original Lion King. No, because in the new one, it's James Oliver that does it. Anyway, that, that, yeah, that's I not important. Anyway, great, phenomenal movie. Well casted, well written, everything, all above. Amazing movie. Either his name was James Oliver or he's John Oliver, but don't yell at us in the comments. I'm sorry, whatever his name is. I don't remember right now. Who are you talking about? In the new movie. Oh, I You don't can know. just edit this out. I just don't <laughs> want to get in trouble again. No more apology videos. All right, John, what's your number seven? What's my number seven, you ask? Number seven. We got Steve Martin. We got Martin Short. Oh. We have Diane Keaton. Father of the Bride? Yes. Oh, That's a good man. one. My family watched that so often growing up. It was such a good, like... And it's still, like, I still watch it once in a while. It's just such a good sit-down, feel-good mm-hmm. family movie. It is. It is. And it's, it's, Steve Martin is just so good at comedy. He's awesome. He's dude. so funny. Martin Short, mm-hmm. hilarious. Brilliant. This is, like, he's so funny in this movie. Yeah. With his accent and, like, his ex- eccentricities mm-hmm. and the Shaben to Haben, which <laughs> me and Andrea still quote all the time. You and Ange, my wife, have this in common because she watched the crap out of this movie growing up too. And stuff is probably one of her all-time favorites. No, it's such a good movie. And it's like, oh, you know what? Speaking of, do you know what I just learned literally just yesterday? Hmm. So during 2020, when Zoom meetings were at their peak, yeah, they released that unofficially official Father of the Bride 3. 
where it was just them meeting over Zoom. Oh, yeah. So it was like, it was called Father the Bride Part 3-ish. And it's on YouTube, so I would highly recommend, if you were a big fan of Father the Bride growing up, and you've seen number one and two, go on YouTube, search Father of the Bride Part 3-ish, and you will see, it's like, it's uh, a lot of the act, a lot of the original actors plus some new surprises that so I won't. Is it like a new script? Like, are they just winging it? No, it's like a scripted, unofficial sequel. Really? Oh, that's cool. So she show Ange that she'd love that. No, it was really cool. Look it up for real. It's hmm. it's pretty fun. There are some very like fun cameos that I don't want to spoil, but. There's some very fun cameos. Did you ever see the new Father of the Bride from 2022? No. I started it and like Andy I, Garcia. Got, I got like five minutes in. I'm like, it's not the same. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen it. I'm not even bothering to because I feel like it's just not going to be good. <laughs> yeah. I tried watching the new Cheaper by the Dozen and I couldn't get into yeah, it. Yeah. I see that. It was bad. <laughs> it was something about it was like, this is not my Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah. So I can't do it. Yeah. Anyhow. That one did not hold up very well. Father of the Bride. Great 90s movie. Still holds up. I've watched it so many times. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. What is your number seven? Bum, 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 Yes. Mission Impossible. Oh, beautiful movie. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful movie. Mission Impossible number one is good. It is really It's not good. my favorite Mission Impossible movie, but it's from the 90s. It's the only one in the 90s, and it is good. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Mission Impossible is my number six. Number six? My number six. Oh, so, so th- we can that was going to be your next one? So we can skip my number six because <laughs> let's talk about this now. It was All so right, good. let's do it. It was so good. Honestly, every single Mission Impossible movie is just gold, in my opinion. Yeah. This was this may be my least favorite of them, but I still love this movie. I think number two is the worst of them all. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I mean, we talked Shut about your this mouth. when we had our Tom Cruise podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not doing this again. It was a good movie. It was a good soundtrack. Shut your mouth. Let's move on. All right. Sorry, but- <laughs> that got really aggressive, but I'm tired of it. But number seven, or sorry, <laughs> Mission Impossible is my number seven. It's so good. The I, I, I rewatched some like recap videos of it and stuff just to make sure I'm not thinking of a different Mission Impossible movie. Um, but this one is like the birth of some of the most iconic Mission mm-hmm. Impossible like gadgets and stuff, like the masks yep. and everything is so cool. Some great origin for characters. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Ving Rhames is in this one. So good. Mm-hmm. There's Love some Ving really Rames. cool twists and stuff in the story too. And um yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to. John Voight is the bad guy. John Voight's always a great actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to remember who that is. Yeah. I want to rewatch them all again. Mm-hmm. I watched them all twice now, I think. Yeah, they're great movies, dude. Like, is, I, is I, Dead I, Reckoning out already? No, I don't think so. Dead Reckoning? It was in one? theaters already, but I didn't. I, I missed it. I haven't seen it yet. I want to. I, I wanted to see, to see it so in bad. theaters. I wanted to see it in theaters so bad. Ange and I literally, like, we planned a date night to go and see it. And then we finally, like, it came close enough that I could actually buy tickets. And the movie had only been out for not even two weeks. It was just past a week. And it was already only playing at 9.40 p.m. It was either 5.40 or 9.40. I was what, like, did it get five, good reception or no? I don't even know. I didn't look it up because I don't want to spoil anything. Now but, I'm nervous because 
I haven't heard a thing about this movie yet. I haven't heard anything either. That makes me nervous. I think, honestly, I think Barbie and Oppenheimer just shined it out. That's what happened. True. Because Barbie was still playing in three theater rooms, and it had been out for almost a month. Barbie stole the show. It's still playing in multiple theaters. I know. Even today, and it's been out forever at this point. But Mission Impossible, it was only in theaters for just over a week, and it's already playing in the smallest theater room, only playing at 940 or 550 or 540 or whatever it was. So it's like, it's too soon to make it there from work and getting babysitters and stuff. And Angie and I are old people and we can't stay up. I'm not staying up past midnight to go see a no. movie these days. Those days are gone. Those days are gone. I'm 31 years old <laughs> and yeah. I just can't do that anymore. We, we, we are, we have not so far in this show, we have not emphasized how, how much the millennial and millennial falcon <laughs> was very crucial to our show we are we are very much millennials yeah <laughs> we're on the oh man we're in our 30s millennials are no longer young people yeah dude well in our eyes <laughs> in our eyes like, right. i don't feel old but i'm like i'm 30 now anyhow so that's mission impossible number seven so that was Great your number seven that's number my seven. number six so you want to just go right to your number six sure the Iron Giant. Have you seen The Iron Giant? I loved The Iron Giant. The first time I watched it, I watched it three times in a row, like in the same day as a kid. As a kid? I yeah. can't even remember how many times I've seen this. That's Vin Diesel that does the yeah. voice of The Iron Giant. Yeah. That is Groot. Yeah, dude. There's some phenomenal like, acting and stuff in this. It, okay, I actually don't think I ever knew this, but I was looking up the IMBD. Like just today, Jennifer Aniston. That's the mom. Yeah, is the mom. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't know that. And Harry Connick Jr. is in this too. He plays Dean, like the uh, artist guy. Who's Harry Connick Jr. again? Uh he he's like a jazz guy, but he also did a lot of acting when he was younger and things. I know Harry Connick Jr. anyway. Maybe he's not as famous, but uh, John Mahoney. Oh, I think is I know also him. in this, and he plays the general. Which I know him as the dad from Frasier and stuff, but there's some really good uh, dudes in this. Uh, dudes. <laughs> some really good actors in this. Uh, Christopher McDonald plays Kent Mansley. Um, so, yeah. Iron Giant is just so good. I watched the, really good the trailer for it today and I got goosebumps again. I, was, I, I was just, just watched like, it a couple months so ago. I just oh, watched really? it a couple months ago. Um, it was it mm, totally good. Totally held up, in my opinion. I haven't seen it in a couple of years, but I remember like a couple of years when I saw it again, I was like, man, this movie still holds up so well. The animation, mm-hmm. for the style that it is, yeah. it's still really good. It's still really, really good mm-hmm. for a 90s movie. And it's like, it's not Disney or anything, it's Warner Brothers. And like, they weren't doing too many movies. They were doing yeah. lots of animated shows, but... Um, WD is very famous for like their, their mm-hmm. animated shows. Yeah, yeah. DreamWorks and Disney kind of had a monopoly on... I think, on the animated movie game in the 90s. Yeah, 90s and early 2000s, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, but man, I don't know what else to say about the Iron Giants. A story of a boy and his robot alien. <laughs> you know how it is. Boy meets alien robot. <laughs> oh, man. It's just so good. If you have never seen the Iron Giant, like... Please, please go watch oh, it. Do yourself a favor. Like, this is not a sad movie. No. I mean, it may have some, like, sad parts in it, but, dude, it ends, like... It ends beautifully. It's a feel-good movie, too, in a lot of ways, at least for me. It ends like Iron Man. 
Yeah. The, basically <laughs> with all the parts of the machine coming back together. Yeah. But anyhow. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> uh, man. This movie just, like, You should see, right so now Josh has the biggest smile on his face as he's thinking about this movie. Oh, yeah. It's like, I have this just nostalgic... I'm having a nostalgic moment, just, like, remembering all the times, like pretending to be iron giant and like having all of my parts that can like come off and put them back together and and stuff and just playing with the toys and stuff as a kid and oh man iron giant yeah. so friggin good okay so number five now mm-hmm. small soldiers Ooh, have you ever seen this movie dude i love this movie. it's so fun it's such a fun movie. Oh, I've been, I literally have been talking about this movie very recently. I don't Tommy know, maybe it was Lee, to you. Tommy Lee Jones as the like, this yeah. is the bad guy toy. Yeah, dude, this is just, it was such a fun. Kirsten Dunst. Yes, it was just such a fun movie, dude. I love this movie. I Nick Nitro reporting for duty. Uh, that was good. That brought me back right there. <laughs> Sir, uh, with your father, he was a good man. The Gorgonoffs. The Gorgonites. Gorgonites. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. It's just such a classic. That, I don't know. I don't know what else I could say about this, but like that was one of like the edgiest family comedy movies that was <laughs> out there. I think because no, it's I, so true. I remember there. Like I haven't seen this movie in like probably like fifteen years. It's on my list, but like way further down, just because I can't remember it that well, and I don't know if it holds up or not. When's the last time you think you saw this? A couple months ago. Really? Yeah. And it holds up really well. I thought it held up well. Oh, good. I, I've been really wanting to watch it again because yeah. there's been a little bit of a buzz on the internet right now about Small Soldiers because somebody made a fan film um, for a sequel. Um, like, well, they put out a trailer for it kind of as like a proof of concept kind of a thing. So the, the mm. film's not fully made, but they put out like a little teaser trailer to like a sequel for Small Soldiers. And Plus it, it had good. the coolest, it had the coolest soundtrack. I still just, yeah. I always, I just will never forget that. Yeah. I don't know. I just think of how creeped out I was about like the Barbies and, and stuff that came to life too, like later in the movie mm, and, and yeah. things. And just like, there, there's so many scenes of like uh, mimicking war movies and stuff where it's like, the the soldiers are getting destroyed. Yeah, and the, like the melting. toy gets, gets broken in half. And yeah, he's like, I can't feel my legs. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. And as a little oh, kid man. watching this for the first time, like I don't even know how old I was. I was probably like nine or ten, maybe maybe younger. Um, and stuff watching this movie, it was definitely one of the edgiest things I'd ever seen at the time when I was a kid, probably. Um, but man, I loved that movie so much. That was a really good. It was so much nostalgia. I, I it. have to watch this movie like soon, dude. I love that movie. So I much. think we should watch it together. I think that needs to happen. It. You know what? Can we? Let's just let's just get into it. Let's just do it. Let's just watch <laughs> this movie and then do a review for the oh, podcast. Okay, we're doing it official. Really emphasize the millennial in millennial. Falcon. All right, it's happening. Millennial Falcons. You heard it here. Reviewing folks. millennial movies. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Coming soon to a podcast engineer you, the Millennial Falcons review Small Soldiers. Dude, let's do it. All right. What is your number five? My number five, I have a sneaking suspicion, might be your number one. It's not. I already know it's not. But anyway, it might be. I'd be surprised if it's not in your top 10. I'll be shocked. Home Alone. It's not on my top 10. What? It's not in my top 10 because it's a Christmas movie. 
That's why. That's why it's not in my top ten. It's so good, though. No, it's really good. It deserves to be in there, even though it's not a Christmas movie. You know, it will get a very, very honorable mention. You love this movie. I'm so no, surprised. Genuinely, I love this movie, but I just was like, mm, I don't know if I can justify saying it's like the best 90s movie because it's very specific to Christmas time. It is one of the greatest 90s movies of all time. The first I, one or the second one? The first one. one. Okay. The, first the second one. one was my Home Alone love. The second one, I have it number 12 on yeah. my list. Like, it's up there, too. The second one was the one that I loved so much. Mm-hmm. I watched I watched it over and over again all the time. Yeah. The Kevin movie. The Kevin movie. I've told you about this. You have. I think we've talked about it on the podcast, too. <laughs> at least once. I know I've talked about it at least once. <laughs> oh, man. Home Alone, dude. It's just, it's such a perfect movie. Like, Did you ever see that video on YouTube of Doctor Reacts to the Injuries on Home Alone? Oh, I it, think I might have. It shows up on my on my recommendations all the time, yeah, and like I still want to watch it. Because <laughs> I'm like, you need a shot for tetanus, hepatitis, mm-hmm. all of the itises. Yeah. The amount of concussions they would have had. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I just have so many memories watching this movie with my family around Christmas time and stuff, too. And just, like, my nanny laughing so hard that she's peeing herself and things like that. It's just... It's such a funny movie. It's slapstick. Yeah. It's, it's honestly, this is the best slapstick movie. I don't think there's a better slapstick movie. Yeah? Yeah. I can't think of one. Like, I feel like they really did it so well. It was so tasteful. Like, I feel like they did slapstick to the degree where it's like, it wasn't so far that this movie became cheesy. Because Home Alone is not a cheesy movie, in my opinion. No, it's it's it's, it's definitely very kiddish, but it's not cheesy. It's a family movie. Yeah. It's definitely a family movie, but it's not cheesy. I think it's done well. It's hilarious. It's funny. It still holds up so well. Uh, it's well written. Well, like the dialogue is great. Um, everything about this movie yeah. is just so good. Fun fact, Josh totally changed my mind because for a long time, I would not even dare acknowledge that Home Alone 3 mm. was in was in the canon of these of these movies. Yeah. But I watched it again with you a couple of years ago over mm-hmm. Christmas. I think it was 2021. It may have been. But I'm like, wow. This is actually a really good movie. It was good. Movie. Home Alone 3 is good. Yeah. I'm going to say it. After that, after Home Alone 3. Yeah. Downhill. The franchise was over and they never made another movie. This was just a, a fever dream of ours that mm-hmm. we need to collectively decide just yeah. is canceled. I don't believe in cancel culture. Cancel everything after <laughs> Home Alone 3. <laughs> It's over. Yeah. There's three other Home Alones. No, there's none. (laughs) No, legit. I get very heated on this. I hate the other ones. There was one that I watched where Kevin's parents are divorced. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, so you just want to ruin my childhood. This is like my own parents getting divorced. I feel things over this. I think I watched a very small part of the fourth one. And just it was so bad. I turned it off. And then I watched the new one that came out like a year or two ago. And I could barely stand that one. I also turned it off. It was just so bad. Yeah. Isn't that where, where Kevin's brother Buzz is a police officer? Ah, uh, something like that. Yeah. 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 He makes a cameo, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyhow, what is your... Did you say your number five yet? Yep. Small soldiers. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. What's your number four? Number four. I feel like this will definitely be on your list. Shawshank Redemption. Never seen it. What? You've never seen Shawshank Redemption? <laughs> I've never seen it. I think it's too sad. 
No, that makes sense. Anyway, <laughs> I think I knew. I've always heard that that movie is just incredibly sad, and so I've never seen it. No, it 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 is. It is very sad. It is a very sad movie. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's a really good like guy can stick through the worst of times mm. and just finds a way to to. I can't even say how the movie ends because I. <laughs> I'll probably I don't see want it. to spoil it. Yeah, I. It is sad. The majority of it, it has a good ending, mm-hmm. but it's a sad movie. Okay. Well, if it ends well, then that there, makes me. The end like just it. kind of is like the character that you want to get what they deserve gets what they deserved, and the character in a bad way, and the character that you want to get what he deserves in a good way gets what he deserves. Spoilers. It would make sense if you'd seen it. Okay. If you know, you know. I don't. <laughs> you don't know. But anyway, that's I, my number four. I hear people reference this movie all the time. Like it's like it's like universally a top ten movie, I think. Yeah. That's people what, love this movie. Yeah. That's what I always hear. Whenever I hear people have conversations about the best movies of all time, Shawshank always comes up. Yeah. And I'm like, I still have never seen it. And it's probably because it's I don't know. Isn't it like a war movie too? Is it a war movie? Or is it no. just like a sad it's okay, like a so prison basically, movie, right? Basically what happens is this guy innocently is thrown in prison for a crime that people think he committed, but he didn't actually do. And he's like serving all this time in prison and he's getting like beat up by gangs and he's like having to deal with all these all these struggles and things. Um, Morgan Freeman is in it. I was going to say, who acts in this one? He plays Red, um, which is just a great character. Looking back now, seeing a young Morgan Freeman, you're like, wow. Hmm. Um, I forget the guy who plays Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins plays Andy Dufresne. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever really seen him in much. Tim Robbins. Yeah. Anyway, it's a really good movie. Well, maybe I'll have to check that one out too. We'll do another review, maybe. Review this one of sad movies. Yeah. (laughs) Top ten sad movies. Josh picks none of them. The only sad movies I've ever seen and never watched ever again. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what's your number four? All right, here we go. This is getting into serious business now. Ooh, it's getting it's getting hot in here. The Lost World, Jurassic Park. I've never seen it. How dare you? <laughs> I watched the first <laughs> Jurassic Park with Josh, and it was good. But Josh had like hyped it up where I thought it was going to be like the best movie of all time. And it is. And it was good. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. But it wasn't... This is the second Jurassic Park. Yeah. It just... It wasn't the best movie ever. But it was good. It was a good movie. Watch I did your words it. there, sir. I'm not saying anything bad about this movie. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I thought it was good. But the issue was, is it it, it, it had been so hyped up for me mm-hmm. all these years that finally uh, watching it... It's my... It's my curse. Hype up movies too much. Oh, it wasn't even just you. I just, for years, I was hearing about it. Mm. The Lost World. Life finds a way to let me down. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me so sad. Anyways. (laughs) The Lost World, Jurassic Park, is a phenomenal movie. It is so good. It is the second Jurassic Park movie. Um, Number three is not that great. Yeah. I will... Admit How do you that. feel about the Chris Pratt movies? I love them. Yeah? Yeah. Because most people do not, apparently. I know a lot of people don't like them. They are really fun to watch. I, I love the... 
I love the story. I do really enjoy a lot of the characters. Um, I agree that there's moments in those where they're not like the best acted in the world, but honestly, the original trilogy has those moments too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, not talking about those right now. But the Lost World, Sorry, I brought that up, has some really cool scenes. Uh, there's just so much cool stuff with the T Rexes in this one. Mm-hmm. And so, I remember being really impressed by the. By the effects. Oh, some yeah. Of them they're were, so good. Some of them were mechanical and some of them were actual mm-hmm. CGI, right? There's a lot of it is is mechanical. Um, it's really only the times where you see the dinosaurs walking around. Like, that's when it's usually CGI. But there's a lot of animatronics in, like, the first couple movies. Um, but, man. I know I keep, like, my reaction to all these movies is just, oh, it's so good. And I don't really know what else to say without just diving into it super deep. But it, it, honestly, it's not even that much further below the first movie for me. I've definitely seen the first Jurassic Park, like, so much more than I've seen the other one. Is it the same, the same cast? A lot of it, the same cast. Yep. There's some new characters. Um, A lot of the original cast is there, too. Not all of them. I remember we watched it, and there was one. I don't know if he was an archaeologist or a doctor, but I remember watching it. And I'm like, oh wait, that's Santa Claus, because it was the guy that played Santa Claus in Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, I think, if I'm correct. Oh yeah, yeah, it is John Hamm, the guy yeah. who plays John Hamm. Yeah, um, his name is John Hamm. Like, no, that's the character name. Oh, I was like John Hamm, like the actor. Now, is there two John Hams? But anyhow, no, it's uh, Richard Attenborough. Yep, that's the actor's name. Um, but yeah, Richard Attenborough, Jeff Goldblum, uh, Vince Vaughn. Jeff Goldblum is iconic. Vince Vaughn yeah. is in, this is the second one, right? Yeah. That he's in? Vince Vaughn's in the second one. I think it's one oh. of his first roles. He's young. Huh. Like, he's not a kid, he's an adult. Oh, but I think we did watch this one together. We may have watched part of it. But, man, I just, there's so many iconic scenes in this movie. Like, the, the double-decker, or not double-decker, wow. The stretch bus is in this one where it's going off the cliff and there's T-Rexes everywhere and there's people up in like the elevator that goes into the tree and stuff and it's just such an awesome scene and people are getting eaten and people are trying to save people's lives and they're falling off cliffs and they're climbing up vertical buses. It's just so fun. <laughs> you got real excited about that. <laughs> I want to go home and watch this movie now even though you know, it's way I too would late. Like to, I would like to watch the Jurassic movies. I was thinking about having a Jurassic Park marathon for Halloween or something. Nice. Possibly. We'll see. All right. I could babble on about this movie too much. So. Number three? Let's get to your number three. Okay. Number three. Goodwill Hunting. I have seen it. With um, Matt Damon. Robin Williams. Rom- what, I could ver- I, what I could argue might be one of my favorite Robin Williams roles. Hmm. He is really good in it. He's the it's not your fault scene oh my gosh i can't i just i tear up a little every time i watch that scene Ooh, that is some emotion i've only seen it once oh it's worth a rewatch and it was like a few years ago the first time i seen it it's i feel like me and you watched this together did we i feel like we might have watched it together i don't know you know what we may have yeah yeah we may have i Um, think you're right it's just it's a really good yeah I remember enjoying yeah. it. What's his name? Skarsgård is in it. Bill Skarsgård is in it. I think it's Bill Skarsgård. I don't know. He's in it. Um, ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Casey Affleck. 
I remember it being just such a unique yeah. um, role for Robin Williams and stuff, mm-hmm. like compared to most of his work. It he was can, just really refreshing. He has some 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 more like dramatic roles, and mm-hmm. he does so well. Yeah, he does so well. Um, there's just some iconic scenes that I could never forget. Like, how do you, like I got her number? How do you like them apples? Or the it's not your fault <laughs> scene? Or um, remind me of this. Is it not your fault scene? Because I don't even remember this. Um, so Matt Damon plays this super genius kid who was in foster care, and his foster parent would just like ruthlessly abusive, like just beat him relentless, and. Um, or wasn't his father? I don't know. Anyway, he has a traumatic past. And uh, Robin Williams' character just keeps repeating, like, it's not your fault. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, I know. He's like, but it's not your fault. Oh, yeah, I got it. No, it's not your fault. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, you finally see, like, him break down mm-hmm. and, like, the the emotion that goes out. Like, it was just, it's so well acted and it's just, oh, it's just, it, it brings me to tears every yeah, time. I, I swear to you. that now. That's a, it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? Goodwill Hunting came out the same year as Flubber. So Robin Williams did Flubber and Goodwill Hunting in the same year. <laughs> wow. Such a contrasting role. An incredible contrast. I'm going to watch <laughs> Flubber again. Yeah. It doesn't hold up that well. No? I watched it a few years back and I was like, this just really isn't as good as I remember. Yeah. It's extremely cheeseball. Like, it's yeah. really, really cheeseball. <laughs> Maybe after Goodwill Hunting, Robin Williams was like, I need a light roll, or vice versa. No, after Goodwill Hunting, he did Patch Adams. So <laughs> he went really sad. So maybe he really needed a flubber. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. Now. That's, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna make that a saying. Whenever you like went through a big thing, you're like, I just need to flubber for a second. Okay, I know we're not at honorable mentions yet, but while we're talking about Robin Williams, really quick, did you ever see Bicentennial Man? No, but I've been wanting to for uh, years. That is a good movie. Yeah. Yes, it's definitely not I like, like in my like top twenty or anything like that. But very good movie. Yeah, very. I'd good like movie. to watch that. Mm-hmm. That's ninety nine. All right. What is your number three? My number three. Phantom Menace? Yep. (laughs) Star Wars, episode one. Nice. The Phantom Menace. As I poorly sung Duel of the Fates there, which is the best song from the Phantom Menace. I saw this on Instagram Reels. I saw this... um, this what if Duel of the Fates was redone as like a instrumental rap beat. Oh. And it was that, so good, actually. Really? I might it have to see good. that. I don't know if I'd cringe too much. <laughs> oh, it's just so iconic to me. It's like, don't ruin one of the best like compositions ever made. No. Like <laughs> I had to I still want more Darth Maul content and I'm so excited to get Darth oh, Maul. Oh, we'll back. get there. Yeah. It's there's a lot of Darth Maul content yeah. coming up. It's really fun. Um, I had to put a Star Wars in my top 10. How could I not? It's the only one in the 90s. I wanted to put a Star Wars on there, but I mean... Oh, I spoiler didn't. alert. It's not in your top 10. Yeah, I didn't... It's not top 10. Really, We're a Star opinion. Wars podcast. I know, but I didn't really care for Phantom Menace. I'm sorry. <laughs> We've been over this. I know. We've talked about Phantom Menace. Go listen to our episode, uh, Star Wars e- The Phantom Menace. Go listen to every episode we've ever done. Yeah. 
Uh, I love Star Wars and the Venomous. It's one of my favorite yeah. Star Wars movies. So it's number three of the best 90s movies for me. My favorites, at yeah. least. Well, hey. it was a good movie. It's just of it all is. the Star Wars content, it was not my favorite. Hmm. But anyway, we've we've We're, dissected that topic to death. Yes, so. we have. All right. What's your number two? My number two is none other than Top Gun. Top Gun? Top Gun. I don't think that's a 90s movie. The original. Was it 80s? Mm-hmm. Dang it. I did it again. <laughs> okay. Let me redo this again. <laughs> Why did I not look this up? I How did you not look these up? <laughs> I swear, I just assumed this isn't. Oh, because that would have made like that would have been probably in my list too. That if was eighty six. Eighty six. Let me redo this again. It's fine. It's all good. <laughs> How can you? You're gonna have to bump something way up to number two and just say it's number two. Well, that's the beauty of this list. I love all these movies. Okay. So. Okay. All right. I might have screwed the pooch on this a little bit. <laughs> we may need to keep some of that in there just for fun. <laughs> or not. <laughs> we can keep we can keep the, the Top Gun blunder. Okay. So, Josh. Yeah. Um, I made a bit of a mistake. <laughs> I put Top Gun as my number two. Yeah. But it was an eighties movie. Yeah, that's is an it eighty six. And just in my head I thought it was a nineties movie. Nope. But it's not. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna replace it. With another with another Tom Cruise movie. Oh, really? Yes. There's a few Tom Cruise movies from the 90s that I actually haven't seen yet. Yeah. Jerry Maguire to be one of them, but I still want to see that at some point. Oh, okay. So, I'm going to I'm going to make an executive last minute decision that I fully stand by. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to Replace that with a movie, another Tom Cruise movie. It's called Days of Thunder. Okay. I remember we talked about this in our top um, Tom Cruise movies. Yeah. Tom Cruise, Robert Duvall. Um, dang it. Let me look this guy's name up. because I still haven't seen it. I still haven't seen Days of Thunder yet. That's another one that's like, got to watch this sometime, and I just still haven't gotten around to it. Oh, what's the guy? What's um? What's the guy that plays Yondu? What's his name? Oh, um, I don't remember. Michael Rooker. Yeah. Okay. Michael Rooker is in it as well, and it's it's a he's basically he's a he's a race car driver. Hmm. And it was just a really it was a fun movie. So it's number two. Yep. I did really enjoy this. Like yeah. I, <laughs> I I stand by this. It was in my it was in my list. It's so top ten nineties. I would stand by that. Okay. I'll stand okay. By that. I mean, I haven't seen it, so I can't really so, speak to it. I enjoyed it. This is a personal list, so um, <laughs> I apologize for my blunder. That was so dumb. I, sh- I looked it up for every other movie on this list, but this was a late edition because I was like, how could I forget the, my, one of my favorite movies? Oh, yeah, it's because it's an 80s movie. <laughs> oh, that's so silly. I can't believe I did that. It's- but I still, I like I said, I firmly stand by Days of Thunder as being a great movie. Yeah. It's well, very fun. I definitely should give that one a shot. Yeah. I do love a good racing movie. Yeah. It's funny how we haven't had too much crossover. We only had one crossover I know. so far. And you were saying before we recorded, you thought 50% of our list was going to be crossover. Yeah. Only one has. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised and I'm not surprised at the and same my, time. My number one will not be on your list. I know for sure. Yeah. I guess not. 
All right, you ready for my number two? Yeah. Take a wild guess. Take a wild guess. What is my number two best? I got movie nothing. From give the me 90s? give me a little hint and then I'll I watch it every single year. Groundhog Day. It's Groundhog Day. <laughs> that was in my top thirty. Rise and shine, campers. <laughs> Cause it's yeah. cold out there. <laughs> <laughs> Take your loving hand in mine. Yep, that's the one. Dan, 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 oh dan, my dan. gosh, Groundhog Day is such a phenomenal movie. It is a phenomenal movie, and I'm saying that about every movie from my top ten. But it is. A very good movie. If you didn't think they were phenomenal, why would they be in your top 10? That's true. That's true. Groundhog Day. Bill Murray, Andy McDowell, Chris Elliott, Stephen Tobolowsky. <laughs> I didn't actually know that guy's name until I read it off IMBD. Uh, but, man, there's just... ah, It's it's funny because... Uh, okay, fun fact. Backing up here for a second. I watch it every year. I watch Groundhog Day on Groundhog Day every single year, and I have been doing it for, I don't know, maybe like six years now, maybe more and stuff, but it's a tradition Yep. Um, that I try to have a Groundhog Day party every year. I'm the only person I know that cares about Groundhog Day, and it's literally just because I love this movie so much, yeah. and it's my excuse to it's watch it. It's a good movie. I mm-hmm. forgot about it, and I remember you invited me a few times, and I'm always like, "Yeah, I don't want to watch this movie yet. And I watch it, I'm like, <laughs> it's a good movie. It's good. It's... And now, last year, I went voluntarily. Yeah, good to watch you. To watch your <laughs> groundhog. Uh, this uh, February, come on back. I'm doing it again. Come on down. <laughs> um, there's just so much comedic gold in this movie. It's so funny. It's so it's funny. It's sad, too. Okay, there is some... There is a a period of the movie where it does get kind of dark because he's basically trying to kill himself over and over again. He's just, he's just like, he's just fully depressed at that point. Yeah. He's stuck in a time loop yeah. and he's just sad. I mean, I re-theorize how long he's been stuck repeating the same day for like every time we watch it. And I always forget of what the number is, but it's something like a thousand years or something like that. Like, like 600 to a thousand years or in that range, I think. And I could be way off. Maybe it's only 300. I don't know. But it's a very long time like millennia of years, um, which is just phenomenal. I always just love the concept of like... Roughly, Google says 33 years and 350 days. Get out. It's only 33. A film blog has worked it out for you. 33 years and 350 days. Whatculture.com calculated just how long Phil Connors spent in limbo back in 2013 to mark the film's 20th anniversary. You know, I think I make this mistake in my head every single year I watch this, thinking it was like... Hundreds and hundreds of years, and it's only 33. Yep. Wow. I'm sorry. Now i got to make another apology video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I watch this funny. movie every year. I should know this. <laughs> I thought it was somewhere around the 40-year mark. but Yeah. Anyhow. Okay, so 33 years. Yeah. Even so, even so, it's very cool to think about all the different things and skills you could obtain if you just had, like, the ability to repeat every single day, and he does it. He just, he knows everything. He could play the piano. He does magic tricks. He, he's like read almost every book in the town and stuff. He has all these skills. It's, it's just really cool. He's got really sweet skills. Mm-hmm. Girls like guys who have skills. If you haven't seen Groundhog Day, do yourself a favor. It's my number two, like, top movie of the 90s. But honestly, it's going to be in my top 10 of all time. Yeah. I think. Also, if anybody can guess what I just said, where, where I'm quoting it from, you win the prize of uh, respect. I think I missed what you said. I said, 
He has a lot of sweet skills. Girls like guys with skills. Is that Napoleon Dynamite? Yes, it is. Wow. I yeah. can't believe I guessed that. You ready for <laughs> you ready for my numero uno? All right, hit me. For all my Spanish speaking fans. You ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, bad boys? Bad boys. Will Smith, um, Martin, <laughs> Steve Martin. I had no idea what it was until they said bad boys. Yep. <laughs> Listen, I, is I haven't this, seen it. Is this movie very immature? Yes. Is there a lot of language? Yes. Is it violent? Absolutely. Is it amazing? 100%. <laughs> this is a great 90s action movie. I hope it's 90s. <laughs> It is 90s. I checked. I checked. Uh, that would be hilarious. No, I checked. It's definitely 90s. Oh, man. Okay. I haven't seen this one. And I think I feel like a year or two ago, we were actually talking about um, going and watching these. Because there's a few of them, isn't there? There is one, two, three. It's three. Because they did like a, a remake not that long ago, right? Or like a Not a remake, a sequel. but a, a, a sequel. A triquel. And it was it yeah. was good. I didn't have high hopes, but it was 2019, mm-hmm. and it was good. Hmm. It was good. What? It's a cop movie, right? Like it's a, a cop. cop. It's movie? a cop movie. Yeah, buddy cop movie. Yeah. It's just people. Like I don't know. I always find people get surprised when I say it's one of my favorites. It's just me and my sister just love these movies, hmm. and we we'll just like quote them back and forth, forth to each other sometimes, and it's just really fun. So do you I think love it's the nostalgia. It's definitely a lot of nostalgia, but honestly. I watch all three of them at least minimum. I watch them all once a year. Really? For years now. Really? I have probably seen Bad Boys 1 and 2 at least 10 times each. Wow. I didn't know that. Bad Boys 3 came out in 2019, and I've watched it at least once a year since. Really? Yes. We're going to have to watch these together. You're going to have to show me these. These are really good. I, I don't know if you would like them as much as me. Yeah. But I know the language is like really there's heavy. There's very heavy language. Yeah. And it's also real it's really funny. The second one is my least favorite because there's some there's some ra- more raunchy scenes. Mm-hmm. Like there's some nudity in this one. Yeah. And the like it's worse because it's a dead body nudity thing and is uh, is weird. Mm. That's I don't like that part. Yeah, but that's awkward. It is. This is the fast forward button. <laughs> um It's a bad boys. It's your bad favorite is my... movie of the nineties. I will stick by that. I the Bad Boys franchise is one of my favorites. When did the second one come out? Early two thousands. Oh, okay, I was gonna say. So the second one didn't make your list. Um, hmm. Bad Boys. Interesting. What you, what you gonna do? Two thousand three. Hmm. I'm just. I'm a sucker for Will Smith movies. I do love Will Smith movies. Will Smith movies slap. Dude, we gotta do a top ten Will Smith. Yeah, that would be fun. Just Will Smith movies slap. Wow, I just caught it. <laughs> Not to drum up the past, but... Oh, my gosh. They'll, they'll Chris rock your world. Wow. <laughs> All right, my number one movie. Of- <laughs> I'm sorry. I It was such easy bait. I couldn't oh, resist. Man. I'm Poor sorry. Poor Will Smith, dude. <laughs> Poor Chris Rock, too. Poor Chris Rock, too, I guess. Uh, okay. My favorite movie of the 90s. You already know. Top Gun? <laughs> I have no idea what it would be. Jurassic Park. 
The wow, first one. Yeah. Of course. I should have seen that coming. Of course. I was going to guess, but I'm like, I have yeah, the, the second, second one. one on here, not the first. No, and you did say you liked the first more than the second. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you knew it was coming. Jurassic Park is not only. I want to rewatch it because I remember there was one scene I remember it was like super cool with on like a platform. But anyway. Yeah. Not only is Jurassic Park my favorite movie from the 90s, it might be the best movie ever made of mm-hmm. all time. You've never seen Shawshank. I have never seen Shawshank. So maybe this is... No. I need some more information. But <laughs> I think oh, Jurassic Park is a perfect movie. It's a perfect movie. It I gotta rewatch this movie. Incredible visual effects. Incredible special effects. Incredible script. The dialogue is great. Hold on to your butts is one of the best quotes of all time. Um, and I say it all the time. That's where it's from. Yes. Hold on to your butts. I. Every time you say that, all I think is, okie dokie, Dr. Jones, hold on to your potatoes. <laughs> it's Sam L. Jackson. He says it. Um, Samuel man. Jackson is in this movie? Yes. What? He's yeah. in Jurassic Park. Yes. Samuel Jackson. Nick yes. Fury. Yes. Samuel Jackson, he holds on to your butts. Um, <laughs> uh, but Sam L. Jackson, we got friggin' Wayne Knight, Newman. He's in here. Newman, Seinfeld Newman? Yeah. Can't believe Samuel Jackson is in this movie. Yeah, and Jeff Goldblum's just a gem. Jeff and Goldblum stuff. Is this like is just, one. He's an icon. Oh, yeah. And this movie made him an icon. This was his like role that just yeah. kind of skyrocketed him. And stuff. Richard, Richard Attenborough, very good. Um, yeah, what can I say about this, man? It's just everything about this movie is just wonderful. Is there some stupid scenes? Like, it's honestly, I think they started some of these tropes, but it's that classic trope where, like, you see somebody doing something in a movie and it's like, are you stupid? Why are you doing that? Obviously, they're going to come kill you now because you're doing this. Like, it has some of those scenes. Like the little girl shining the flashlight into the sky when there's a giant T-Rex there and she's scared. So she's waving this flashlight around and you'd think she'd be smart enough to hide the flashlight so the T-Rex doesn't come and try to kill her. But no, she's uh, uh, she's dumb. <laughs> Even though she's supposed to be a stupid genius in this show or in this movie. Um, but yeah, so it does have some of those like classic tropes. Mm-hmm. But... I think it's the birthplace of some of these things, dude. It's just so good. Yeah. Burning Groundhog Day? Yeah. Yeah. That's why it scored higher, I guess. It's, you know, one of the hardest things about making this top 10 list was yeah. comparing genres. I think we should get into some honorable mentions. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. So, do you want to each do a couple? Yes. Okay. In no particular order, once again. Fire them off. All right. I'm going to go. Okay. I would be remiss. I would be distraught. I would be angry with myself if I didn't mention Georgia the Jungle. Because <laughs> that was just, again, Brendan Fraser, like mm-hmm. arguably America's sweetheart. Um, just such a great actor. Yeah. And this is just such a fun movie. And it's just, it's so much kid nostalgia of loving it. And they're like, ha, ah, George, hit the tree again. Mm-hmm. Watch out really for fun. that tree. Yeah. Bang! Jumanji. <sighs> Jumanji. Robin Williams again. I wasn't allowed to watch that oh. when I was a kid, so I've still never seen it. It was really good. Um, 
October Sky, Jake Gyllenhaal, based on a true story. I don't think I've ever seen that one. It's good. It's about this kid who wants to build a rocket for a science fair. Hmm. And it sounds like that would be the yeah, super boring. Yeah, it sounds boring, really boring. But <laughs> I swear it's really good. It's based on a true story. And he eventually becomes a... Astronaut? A rocket... Rocket scientist? Rocket engine... Builder. The rocket man. He's the man that does something with rockets. Rocket scientist. Yeah, that's it. The Sandlot. The Sandlot. Yeah. The Sandlot is just a good kids movie. And it's I love so it. funny. All of these movies you're mentioning, like a lot of these aren't even in my top 50. <laughs> well, that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> Church of the Jungle should have been, though. That was a really good one. Yeah. Okay, you fire off some honorable Okay, I'll mentions. fire off some random honorable, honorable buddy bone mentions. Home Alone 2 deserves to be on the list. Lost in New York. Star Trek First Contact. Did you watch that one with me? We were watching some of the old Star Trek movies together. Is remember. that with Khan? No, I watched, no, this I is watched not with Wrath of Khan. Okay, yes. Yeah. So but we never really finished it. Ones. No, we didn't. Star Trek First Contact is wonderful. It almost made my is number that, 10 position. Is that Picard? Mm-hmm. Okay. Picard, Data, Worf, all of them. Um that is such a cool movie because it kind of like dives back into the Borg and how Picard was taken over by the Borg at one point. And so this is kind of like it's it, it set far ahead of the ending of Next Generation, the show. Um, yeah. And it kind of just revisits some stuff that they introduced in that series. And it's really good. I would really love to get into Star Trek, but I feel like. There's just way too much of it now. Just watch Next Generation. That I would feel like I'm just, there's just, is that Picard? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you ever watch um, Sean, not Sean, William Shatner? The original one? Yeah. Uh, Some of it. I couldn't handle it. It's too, too, too old. It it was just too Is it true that that his acting is very off in that one? No. Because you hear the, the, you hear the like. The William Shatner impression where people are just yeah. like, my name is William Shatner. It's exaggerated. I yeah. mean, he's not that bad. Like, he he definitely isn't phenomenal, but it, it's the um, all the hits that he takes. He's not a really good physical actor mm. <laughs> and stuff. Probably like, also for the time, too, <laughs> and yeah. everything. But, yeah, yeah, it's it's a definitely a period piece. Like, well, that's not the right way to say that. It's Period a piece product, is a different uh, yeah. thing. It's a product of its time. Products, yeah. <laughs> it's a product of its time for sure. Yeah. But Next Generation holds the frick up. That is a phenomenal show. I Season swear, one, I thought you were about so to much. cuss. <laughs> <laughs> Season one is kind of skippable for Next Generation. Kind of a hard watch. But once you get past season one, boy, oh boy, is that such a good show. Oh, okay. Hold on. Andrea will be mad at me if I don't say this one. Hmm. So I really enjoyed it also. Little Women, 1994, the version with... Winona Ryder. I've never seen it. It was really good. Hmm. It was really good. I enjoyed it. So, Andrea, that was partly for you. And also, I just really enjoyed that movie. So, you're welcome. Okay. So, here's some other random honorable mentions that I know there's probably lots of people shouting at us that they weren't even in the top 10. The Matrix. Terminator 2. The Matrix would have been, but I never watched them. You never watched the first Matrix movie? Nope. I've not seen any of them. Oh, wow. I know. I'm a sinner. You should watch the first one. It's actually good. Uh, I've been want I've wanted to watch that. Yeah, it's been on my list forever. No, that one's worth watching. That yeah. one's worth watching. It was number thirteen on my list. Hmm. So, Space Jam. I didn't like 
like Space, Space Jam. Jam doesn't hold up, and I'm so sorry. Like it's Space it's Jam. it's definitely another product of its time. Um, doesn't hold up very well, but very good movie. Um, kind of, not really. A couple more random mentions. I'll just list list a bunch of them. Okay, Tarzan, Mulan, The Truman Show, Appendix Day, Far From Home, The Adventures Append- of Yellow Dog. Did you say Appendix Day? Appendix Day. <laughs> Independence Day. Independence Day. Uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. Never been kissed. Free Willy. Never been kissed does not hold up at all. I just watched it for the first time like this year. It's creepy. There creepy. is some. There's definitely some creepy elements to creepy it. But I it, thought it was good. creepy that the teacher's flirting with his underage but yes. not really underage yes. student. Yes, that part definitely weird. But if you put that aside, it's a good movie. The Mask of Zorro. That was. Honorable mention on my list too. I love that movie. The Fugitive, Tom Harrison or Harris Harrison Ford, not Tom Harrison. Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. Aladdin. Aladdin. Yes. Man in the Iron Mask. You ever seen that one? Yes. That's that's good. a good. This boy's life. She's the man. Jungle to Jungle. Jungle to Jungle. Runaway Bride. Men in Black. Men in Black. Yes. Ants with a Z. Yep. <laughs> Flipper. A goofy movie. Big Daddy. Alien 3, Dragonheart, Batman and Robin, The Flintstones, Babe, Inspector Gadget, Robin Treasure Island, The Net. The Net? Yeah, Sandra Bullock. Oh, never heard of it. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Bicentennial Man. Yes. All right, that's enough honorable mentions for me. (laughs) Yep. Well, that's a podcast. That's another podcast in the books. We should come out with merch and just write in the books on it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> It'll be an in the books shirt. Oh, follow us on Instagram at the Millennial Falcon Podcast, where you will see we've been posting some really fun reels. Yeah, we actually like post stuff now. Yeah. That's like every couple days or whatever. <laughs> that's my bad. I was really bad at that for a while. I'm going to get better at that. And join us next time as we finally get to the end of our season one of the Clone Wars, the Ryloth arc. Technically, there's one episode left that we haven't actually done, um, but we're not getting to that yeah. for a long time because of chronological. That's a three-episode arc, right? It the Ryloth? is a three-episode arc. Okay, arc. Nice. So episode, so season one, episode 19, 20, and 21 of the Clone Wars. So join us next time as we review that one. Yeah. And that's a podcast. That's a podcast. Bye. Bye.